Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. I'm so excited that you're here and have carved some time out of your busy day to spend with me. So today we are talking about the high-speed internet industry. No, I'm still talking about franchising, but as I've said before, there are so many industries who are using the franchise business model to promote their product or the service. Recently read an article that went like this, more than 18 million Americans, which is 5.6% of the U.S. population, lack access to high-speed internet, according to the FCC as many enjoyed the news of social distance and work from home, others found it devastating because they do not have high-speed internet. We kind of take it for granted that everyone has that. They can't work or connect their children to online schooling or hold video sessions with family and friends or shop online or entertain themselves through streaming, or do many things that connect households, um, that connected households are able to manage um, during the, the crisis. So if you think about it, um, as you decide that you want to stream a movie, as you decide you want uh, a video call with family and friends, a lot of people can't do that, and it's not because they can't afford it. It's because they live in a rural area that they don't have that option. So today my guest is Andrew Graviria, and he is with Patriot Broadband, and he is helping Patriot Broadband to expand their brand visibility. Patriot Broadband provides high-speed Internet for rural America. They are on the Entrepreneur Magazine list, of top 500 franchises in 2019. Please help me in welcoming Andrew to the show. Andrew, welcome to the show. Linda, what a great primer. Thank you so much, and thank you for the warm introduction. So so much looking forward to speaking with you today. Absolutely. You know, Andrew, who knew that there was a franchise out there that actually uh, provides high-speed Internet to the rural Americans, and it's so so, um, and they're in such desperate need for that. So before we talk about that, tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got in franchising, specifically with Patriot Broadband. Absolutely, Linda. Thank you. So um, I myself am a sales and marketing professional. My entire career has been in sales and marketing and more generally demand generation. I've worked for large companies like the PGA Tour, um, more mid-sized companies in the healthcare arena, like Laser Spine Institute, and then saw myself advising uh, some startups. And and that's when I got introduced to the team um, that is is effectively the backbone for the Patriot Broadband franchise, a group of investors called the Franchise Founders Group. 
they'd approach me and they'd recognize the same problem you're talking about today, Linda. We knew that, you know, like you talked about, there's, there's 330 million Americans and almost a third of them don't have access to reliable high-speed internet. The major telecommunication players have been struggling to solve this problem for some time, but candidly, the economics just don't really make sense to them to roll out their fiber networks in these communities. So the investors at Franchise Founders decided to make an activist investment play, if you will, take it upon themselves to solve the problem of the rural broadband crisis by launching the Patriot Broadband Franchise, whereby we invested in an existing wireless internet service provider um, that was doing their best to provide reliable internet service to communities in Southern Missouri. We learned from their shortcomings over the period of about six months or so. And after installing a new leadership team, after optimizing some of the business practices, we felt that we're coming to the marketplace with a model that's defensible, that's replicable, that will prove to have good multi-unit economics at scale. And now we're opening our arms to our franchise family and we've welcomed two new franchisees in, in the last 90 days or so. We're very excited. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can definitely see where this is. Something is going to bring uh, nothing but joy and uh, relieve a lot of stress from some of the families that live in the, in the rural areas. You know, I recently read um, a quick story, Andrew, about someone who was working from home you know, they had a corporate job downtown, big city, and then working from home, they lived in, in the rural, rural area of that particular city. And every day they had to drive in 20-something miles to a relative's house to be able to get the, um, the high-speed Internet they needed just to conduct their business. So – Tell me a little bit about the services that Patriot Broadband actually offers. Sounds very unique. Excellent, Linda. And, you know, I wish I could tell you that's the first time that I've heard of this story, but so many of our customers at Patriot Broadband, our franchisee customers, they, they share those very same anecdotes with us. Oftentimes their children have to, you know, get in a car, drive upwards of 45 minutes to the nearest McDonald's, just be able to access uh -huh. Wi-Fi. And now, with, you know, especially during the pandemic with everyone working from home, learning from home, they need this service now more than ever. So really what we do here at Patriot Broadband is we pay very close attention to the unique market conditions uh, in a given territory of interest, if you will. We want to make sure that before we ever award a protected territory to one of our franchisees, that we have confidence they're going to have, you know, the ability to succeed within that marketplace. So our engineers do a very careful assessment, make sure that we can take account of the geography, the topography, the competitive landscape in the community, what players are there now, be they satellite players or existing wireless internet service providers. Um, we use all of that data to allow us to find suitable tall tower structures in those communities and begin plotting a network coverage area. And that gives us a good idea of how many homes or businesses, how many schools we could potentially cover within that network map. Um, and at that point in time, once we feel comfortable that there's enough meat on the bone for the franchisee, that we're going to do well by them as well as the community, we agree to a protected territory. Uh, then we actually take it upon ourselves. The onus is on us here at the franchisor to go out to that market, deal with the necessary equipment vendors, deal 
with the necessary representatives to procure the, the data that we will need to deliver to our clients on behalf of those customers. And we actually build the network with the oversight of very seasoned engineers to make sure that on day one, we can deliver as advertised. And when we're entering into a market, what we want to do is ensure that we can deliver at the very least broadband level speeds, um, which would be 25 megabytes per second upload. Um, but one of the best practices at Patriot Broadband that really separates us from the pack is uh, a practice in telecommunications known as oversubscription, where you know the major telecom companies like AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, et cetera, they're oftentimes oversubscribing their networks four to one. That means if you're paying for, you know, 50 megabyte service, you're sharing that data with a lot of other patrons. Our practice here at Patriot Broadband is such that we are not oversubscribing our networks to that end. So when we promise a customer that they're going to get the speed that they're signing on the line for, they can ensure that they're going to be able to execute all the tasks they're looking for from their internet uh, solution and from their internet service provider. So, Andrew, let's back up just a little bit. You said earlier something about schools, so this is not just for residential services only? You're absolutely right, Linda. So, you know, in, in some of these markets, there's quite a bit of demand from commercial accounts, from, from scholastic institutions, and they could really use this service. So, in the market assessment, we, we try to uncover if those opportunities exist. Um, and we can even do some proactive demand generation before the network actually goes live to try to help our franchisees secure some of these accounts. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about the franchisees. It, do, do you have to have prior telecom experience to be a successful franchisee? Absolutely not. While having a little bit of experience in wireless telecommunications certainly makes a franchisee dangerous, and we look favorably on it, the technical expertise is not necessary. Uh, we have a very seasoned uh, technical team led by Alex Wilson on our C-suite. Um, he's, this is a gentleman that brings 40-plus years experience in wireless networking. He's consulted in the wireless domain for Fortune 500 companies like Procter & Gamble, Pepsi, and more built wireless internet service providers from the East Coast to the West Coast and everywhere in between helping with helping the U.S. government with disaster relief as well. So this is a gentleman who really understands the unique variables that each market brings to the table. That's what allows us to be nimble, some of these major corporate players, and establish markets that um, are quick, are reliable, and, and can deliver an affordable solution consistently to, to, the, to the end user. Mm -hmm. So if I don't have experience, if I am um, a brand-new franchisee, what kind of training do you provide me? We have a five-phase training program uh, that begins just about one month after signing the franchise paperwork. We begin at a very high level, um, and then we end very granularly um, on the day-to-day -day business practices. But, you know, prospective franchisees can expect that they'll have uh, an overview into all of the various business management platforms that we provide a franchisee so they can have the flexibility of running this business from their own home. No brick and mortar is needed to operate a Patriot broadband franchise. Um, but effectively, over a period of about 120 days, we go through a five-phase training program where that franchisee is exposed to the business management system, 
the different functions of those business management systems, um, as well as as we're getting closer to going live, we actually have a team from corporate go out to that marketplace um, and assist with the initial installations to ensure that that franchisee is kicking off in high gear. Mm-hmm. So you're talking about installations. Does that mean that the franchisee uh, would be doing the installing, or do they need to consider uh, hiring a technician? So the majority of our franchisees default to the role of the business administrator. They're leading, they're managing, they're holding their employees accountable. There's really only two employees that are needed initially for a Patriot Broadband franchise. A customer service representative who will be handling inbound calls, effectively picking up the phone, welcoming that prospective customer um, to the Patriot Broadband family, learning a little bit more about their coordinates. And after plugging in those coordinates, seeing what type of service we can provide for them, we schedule an install. In comes employee or independent contractor, number two, which would be that installer that you were referring to, Linda. So this is someone who has probably installed for satellite players in the past, like Viasat or HughesNet, for example. Um, And I mentioned independent contractors because um, these individuals are typically 1099 employees with, uh, with the satellite players, and they look favorably on the opportunity of evangelizing this offering in a marketplace that could really benefit from the service. There's no really better person to be charged with, you know, dealing with, with the end user than someone who has experience in installing um, satellite or some other type of, of home internet solution. That being said, uh, we do have the resources here at corporate to be able to train anyone that has some, uh, you know, some, some general knowledge of doing handiwork uh, to be able to install the internet with Patriot Broadband. It's a very simple process. The typical residential install takes between 60 and 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once, once um, the franchisee has the installer and has the customer service person, um, you mentioned that, that someone would help them in building their customer base. What does that look like? There's quite a bit of marketing resources that are available to our franchisees. That being said, when we do this the right way and we go through our step-by-step process, we're effectively entering a market where, where we're bringing water to the desert. Um, uh-huh. We're going to be the, the highest performing solution, the best upload-download speeds. We're going to come to the marketplace with more flex- flexible contract terms than the competition. Um, we're going to have a more robust customer service function, a 24-hour customer service function based in the United States with U.S. trained technicians that can handle some of those franchisees' technical support issues remotely from that call center so they don't need to worry about calling them in the middle of the night to turn uh-huh. their routers on and off. Uh-huh. Um, so, so all of those resources are provided at the corporate level. But back to marketing here and helping us win those customers. If we've done it the right way, like I was alluding to, um, there's going to be a lot of demand for the service in the marketplace to help catalyze uh, that effort. What we're going to do is do tablings, right? Should the pandemic allow for it, we've seen we've gotten a lot of brand lift by just setting up tables outside of well-attended utilities, evangelizing Uh the offering. Because we have such a specific network coverage map, Linda, what we can do is a very cost-effective direct-to-mail campaign within the area that we know is eligible for our coverage, 
as well as putting up yard signs and door hangers on our customers' homes, um, uh-huh. as well as doing a little bit of local PR, just letting the community know that a champion of their own community has taken it upon themselves to solve this problem. Um, together, that goes a long way in these communities. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that um, once you have installed several, these small communities uh, are very well connected. And I would imagine there is a lot of um, by word of mouth that happens once that starts happening. That's, that's exactly right. Grassroots communities demand mm-hmm. grassroots marketing. And nothing is more mm-hmm. powerful than the testimony of happy customers. Right, exactly. So you mentioned a customer service rep and um, an installer. Is it necessary to have a, a brick and mortar, Andrew? It is not necessary to have a brick and mortar officer. This business, very exciting. This is a business that can be run from the comfort of one's own home, so long as you have a functioning laptop you'll have the ability to run all of the business management tools that we provide uh, for our franchisees um, just off of a laptop. Mm -hmm. Now, as the business grows, um, how how many uh, installers do you suggest that your franchisees look to to maybe someday have? Uh, They certainly can't. Uh, expand a whole lot with just one installer, right? You're right, Linda. Um, The average installation, like we talked about, takes between 60 to 90 minutes, but we have to remember, these are rural communities. Your nearest neighbor may be acres and acres away. So on average, maximum, you can do about three installations a day. So if you're starting to think about your goals for profitability on your business, you know, after the business, you know, reaches some 100 customers or so, um, it may be worthwhile to hire or onboard an additional installer to kind of ramp things up. But a note on that mm-hmm. is we understand that not everyone in these rural communities has, has the buying power available to them to roll out a larger network area from the very beginning. We're cognizant of that here. What we seek to do is solve the problem with capable ambassadors of the brand, not necessarily individuals who have, you know, endless money available to them. So we want to cast a wider net. We really sit down with each prospective franchisee to understand what their goals are. Everyone has the same ambitions and not everyone has the same amount of capital available to them. So if there's an individual who may not necessarily have all the capital in the world available to them, um, but they're very eager to solve this problem in their community, during our market assessment, we will work with that franchisee to come up with actionable goals that will help them make their business profitable in a timely manner whilst executing against um, their, capital, their capital restrictions and their ambitions. Conversely, we have individuals who reach out to us and they want to roll out this service for an entire state, as an example. Um, maybe those individuals have more capital available to them. Those individuals can participate in economies of scale by deploying a larger infrastructure from the very beginning. Uh, so I know that's an involved answer to a simple question, um, <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is we want to make this work for every franchisee. So we will, we will listen to their goals and come up with a creative and unique solution to help them execute against those goals. Yeah, I, I love that, Andrew, because what it tells me is that 
um, that you definitely listen to your franchisees and, and prospective franchisees, and I love that. So um, speaking of franchisees, uh, how have you all been doing during the pandemic? This is very interesting. So as a result of the pandemic, more and more people working from home, students learning from home, in these rural communities, demand for this offering has never been greater. Why? The solutions that are available to them today are either satellite internet options, an existing fixed wireless provider, or major telecommunication players that are offering these communities cellular hotspots. With these major yeah. telecom players, AT&T, Verizon, T-Mobile, when you're trying to use a cellular hotspot in these rural communities, it used to be that during peak hours you got interference. But now during all hours of the day, those cellular networks are overburdened and people aren't getting the data that they're paying for. The same is true of the fixed wireless providers. In an attempt to put more cash in their pocket, they oversubscribe their networks. So now that those networks are overburdened as a result of the trends of the pandemic, those fixed wireless providers are so too struggling to meet the demands of their consumer base. And satellite internet, no need for us to even bring them up because for years and years they haven't done a good job of executing against the promises they have to their consumer base. So it really mm -hmm. creates an unbelievable opportunity for us to be nimble, to attack marketplaces where we know that we can have success. We can get towers live anywhere between 90 to 180 days, depending on certain legislative loopholes in a given community. Um, but we're confident that in a sub 180 day period, we can begin delivering high speed internet, to, to communities that are in need and, and do so effectively. So in short, the pandemic has, has opened a lot of doors for this business for us. Mm -hmm. um, as we've talked about the services and the franchise opportunity, I'm just wondering, Andrew, do you happen to have some stories that you could share with our listeners when we come back from commercial break? Absolutely. Very good. Folks, I'm going to take a real quick commercial break, and we will be back with more about high-speed Internet in the rural communities. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Biostetos. I'm here with Andrew Graveria, and he is with Patriot Broadband. So, Andrew, when we broke for commercial break, I asked if you happen to have some stories for us. Absolutely. Linda and I have countless stories about children who've had to drive, like we talked about earlier in the show, 45 minutes to the nearest McDonald's just to be able to do their homework on some reliable Wi-Fi. Um, countless examples of, you know, IT directors at schools within the Missouri area who've, who've just been so 
overwhelmed with gratitude at the ability for us to deploy a good solution for the students at those schools. But I think powerful testimony on the franchise side that I'd just like to talk about briefly today is one of our first franchisees, a gentleman named Roger Wernsing. And what I think is so compelling about Roger is this is a gentleman who has been in the telecom arena for, for the greater part of his, of his 40 year career. And he grew a large sales team of satellite resellers in central Arkansas, all the way up to Southern Missouri. The fact that he came on board our team for Patriot Broadband, I think is great testimony because it shows that someone who has decades worth of experience in telecommunications understands the limitation of the product offering that he had committed to selling for 30 plus years, um, recognized the value in our offering, recognized the expertise on our team, uh, and is now overseeing a customer base of 400 plus customers. So um, mm. really excited to have Roger aboard the team and uh, we're looking forward to having more successful franchisees like Roger. Nice. That is, that is very nice. That does speak very highly. Someone that has been in the industry for so many years and they, they are knowledgeable about the industry and for them to choose Patriot Broadband, that's, that's awesome. Absolutely. If somebody is listening right now, Andrew, and they really want to know more, they're very intrigued. And folks, I tell you, I've told you um, from launching this show that franchising is, it is not burgers and fries. It is, if you look at franchi the franchise model as a delivery method. And that's exactly what Patriot Broadband has done. They're using franchising as a, a method to get the information, to get this product into the rural communities where they may not have even known that it existed otherwise. So, Andrew, if somebody's listening now, how would they find out more information about Patriot Broadband and the franchise opportunity? Feel free, listeners out there, to check out franchise.patriotbroadband.com. There's a host of great information on there. And feel free to send me a personal email, andrew at patriotbroadband.com. Again, andrew at patriotbroadband.com. Or give me a call on my cell phone. It is 305-793-8126. Again, 305-793-8126. It would be my personal pleasure to answer any questions you have about the franchise offering uh, and, and see if, you know, I can clarify anything for you. Wonderful. Andrew, we're down to the final three questions. And that first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for this process? What I would suggest that they do is look at this like any other asset class, right? Learn about the technicals of the business. Learn about the business's fundamentals. Get a good idea of who that leadership team is. And then make sure that you have good goal alignment with that leadership team. Make sure that there's an actionable plan tailored to your unique goals that that franchise can help you execute against. Um, that would be my advice to anyone who's, who's looking into franchising kind of at a high level. Very good. It's, it's all about educating yourself about it, isn't it? It sure is, Linda. And if you have a leadership team or just a team at corporate that is not only knowledgeable, that is not only diligent, but also they're just good people, the type of people you'd look forward to not only working hard with, but maybe having a cold one with after work, 
that that mm-hmm. obviously is a nice little cherry on on top of the the Sunday, right? Yes, absolutely. That speaks a lot for the leadership team. The next question here is, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? I would say two skills that are important are the ability to lead, manage, and hold people accountable. And the second one would be putting the right people in the right seats. And that applies to oneself as a franchisee, understanding your own uh, personal shortcomings, how you can adjust and learn from them and grow from them, and also recognizing one's strength so that you can put yourself in, in the optimal position to make sure that your franchise has success. Mm-hmm. Very good. The final question here is, what does the future of franchising look like? Wow. Well, I'm so excited about the future of franchising. We see that year over year, uh, there's, there's larger and larger exits to institutional players, to private equity firms within the franchise space. And I think that speaks to the level of sophistication we're seeing in the marketplace year over year. So I think that, you know, as, as we enter into 2021 and the future, we're going to see more sophisticated offerings, offerings that right out of the box come with those turnkey solutions that have been advertised for 20 plus years where you truly have a business in a box, where you truly have the technology resources that are available to you to be able to execute against the business. The market is going to demand that franchisors keep up with that curb of technology and continue to ramp up their levels of sophistication because it's never been a more competitive space for franchisors competing for those franchisees. Absolutely. Andrew, is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners that we haven't covered today? The last message that I would just like to send is, you know, for all those listeners out there, if you're considering going into business um, and, and you have ties to a rural community, I would, I would ask that you very much consider the Patriot Broadband franchise. It gives you an opportunity not only to build a lucrative business for yourself, um, but provide a much-needed service uh, to, to, your, to your underserved neighbors. And once again, yeah. should you have any questions, you can reach out to me at andrewpatriotbroadband.com or give me a ring at 305-793-8126, Andrew, thanks again for being on the show today. I really enjoyed having you here and talking about um, this really, um, this, these, these communities are in dire need, uh, and they're desperate. Just like you said, it's almost a desert out there, an Internet desert for them. So I really do appreciate you spotlighting that. Well, thanks so much for the awesome conversation, Linda. Anytime, and uh, once again, appreciate you having us on. Absolutely. So, folks, as always, I want to leave you with a quote. This is a quote by Bill Gates. The Internet is becoming the town square for the global village of tomorrow. Just think about that. Let that sink in just a bit. If you live in, live in the city, that has a whole different connotation than if you lived in a rural area. If you live in a rural area, you wouldn't be part of that town square. You'd be left out. Like I said before, it's an Internet desert. We can't let that happen because there is so much that we do on a daily basis. Whether you work from home, whether you work for a biz that now you are working from home, or whether you are just trying to run a household, you have to have the Internet. So again, folks, thanks so much for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. 
Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.